0: Here we go.
1: All right, awesome, man. Just pull over here. I'll walk the rest of the way.
0: Boy, howdy. Say you're looking a little rough there, Pete. got to freshen up or something before your big date tonight with Lady Justice.
1: Nah, man. Lady Justice is totally chill. She doesn't care how I look.
0: No, seriously, Pete. You have shit and bloodstains on your forehead. And
1: uh <laughs> Oh, pick up my dear, dear friend. You have so much to learn about women, and I just don't have time to teach you. Good night.
0: Well, alright now. Good luck, Pete.
1: Okay, Lady Justice, it's time to meet Pete Schwartz.
0: Good evening, sir. Do you have a reservation?
1: Yes, it's Schwartz, for two. And do you have proof of vaccination against the Zombo virus? Uh, uh, I have a few different cards here, Uh, hang on. Zombo number two, four, uh, sorry, seven. Which one do you need again? Zombo number five. It's the worst virus of them all. Oh, right, okay, yeah, here you go.
0: Uh Uh-huh. excellent. Right this way well
1: this is nice for those of you just tuning in my name is p schwartz and i'm sitting in a fancy as fuck restaurant downtown waiting for a very special lady to join me i still can't believe she agreed to go out with me man this girl is so cool and hot shit oh there she is now i'll play it cool and draw a picture of a dinosaur like like pretending not to see her you know god damn so smooth Hey! Excuse me. Sir, please don't draw on the table. What? Why not? I went to Jack Astor's last week and they encouraged it. They even gave me crayons.
0: Good sir, this is not Jack Astor's. This is Swiss Chalet. Show some respect. Now please, hand over the pen. No,
1: fuck you. This this is my pen. I've earned it.
0: Uh, Pete? Are you okay?
1: Oh, yeah. Yes. Hi. Sorry. <clears throat> I'm fine. Um, have a seat? Or wait, I should hug you and pull the chair out for you and stuff? or
0: No, thanks. I'm good. Are you sure you're okay? Looks like you're bleeding.
1: Oh, no. Well, um, it's blood, but it's not my blood, so it's fine. You look good tonight, Justice. Or should I call you Lady?
0: Thanks. Justice is fine.
1: So, just to clarify, your name is literally Lady Justice? Like, first name Lady, last name Justice? Yeah. God, that's so stupid. Sorry, I don't mean to sound rude, but like, what, <laughs> what's wrong with your parents? Why would they name you that?
0: Uh, I don't know. I guess I never really thought about it.
1: <sighs> Sorry, I'm such an asshole. Can we start over?
0: No, we can't start over because we just started.
1: Right, okay, well. Forgive me, I'm a little nervous. Uh fuck. What are your what like what are your hobbies, I guess?
0: What the fuck, man? Is that a tape recorder? Uh, are you recording this?
1: Um yeah. Yeah. needless to say, my hot date with Lady Justice didn't end very well. We chatted for another minute or two before she excused herself to go to the washroom and never came back. And it may surprise you, dear listener, to learn that the same thing has happened to me before. Typical first date, rinse, repeat. So that brings us here. Yes, here we are on Baker Street, heading toward a little-known sex magic shop, tucked away in a dark, dank alleyway. It is here. At the apothecary's mattress, where I may finally find the answers I'm looking for. Follow me. Follow me now. Inside the creepy sex shop. Hello. Are you guys still open?
0: Oh, hello.
2: Yes indeed we are open. What brings you in tonight?
1: Well, having trouble. Um uh... Wow, you guys sure do have a shitload of mysterious potions in this place, don't you? Can I sample one? What does this one do? <laughs> oh, you will be
2: careful with that one, it'll make your penis thinner. In fact, just by sniffing it, you've now made your penis, like, half an inch thinner.
1: What? No! Shit! Well, can I reverse that, or... Better yet, do you have a potion to make my dick bigger?
2: No, I'm afraid we're sold out.
1: Well then, how's about... uh, Listen here, shop creep. How's about a potion that can make a gal fall in love? Or something.
2: No, I would never make a potion like that. It's too rapey.
1: Hmm, fair.
2: Now I know that the best way into a lady's heart is through music of the soul. Are you musically inclined, Mr. Schwartz?
1: No, I don't know shit about shit.
2: Well, I think I may have just the thing
1: for you, dear sir. Oh, cool. So you have a potion that'll turn me into a rock prodigy. Like I, I can get all fucking gothed out and start singing hot songs and make people wet. No, nothing like that.
2: What I have for you, Mr. Schwartz, on this eve before Hallow's Eve?
1: This shovel. A shovel. Is it just an ordinary shovel? No, no, it's not just an ordinary shovel. This is a second wind shovel. Okay, so what, it's like a shovel that you use to bring people back from the dead?
2: Precisely, Mr. Schwartz. You really know your stuff, yeah. Find any grave in the graveyard and start digging down deep until you hit the casket, yeah. Once the contact is made
1: the dead will rise. It's easy. Uh, I don't think resurrecting a dead body is going to help me get into anyone's pants. Oh, but do you happen to know who's buried
2: just down the
1: street from here? Obviously not. Who? None other than the legendary Roy Orbis. What? Seriously? Why would he be buried here? That doesn't make any sense.
2: It does for this story, and that's why we're here.
1: Fair. So what are you suggesting I do here? I'm super confused. It couldn't be more simple. As
2: I said before, if you want to bone some rad V, what's the easiest way? Right? The music of the soul. So I ask, who is the best love song writer of all time?
1: Living or dead? Dead. Smash Mouth. Wrong. Guess again. Also, Smash Mouth is not dead. Uh, Tony Mitchell? Wrong.
2: Last guess. Hmm. Oh, Roy Orbison. Bingo. Now I want you to take this shovel, pay me $45, and go dig up Roy Orbison's grave, resurrecting him into a hilarious situation where he hopes you write a love song for whatever girl you're currently
1: stalking. Hey, I'm not stalking anyone. But... That lady Justice man, let me tell you, she just may be the one that got away. Yeah,
2: see the way you licked your lips when you said that was very unsettling. I regret helping you now. You'd better hurry. It's almost midnight.
1: Oh shit, you're right. Uh, wait, wait, which way to the cemetery?
2: Uh, just keep walking straight and then turn right.
1: Great, thank you for your help and uh, great customer service too. I'll be sure to give you a nice Google review.
2: Oh, thank you so much.
1: Well, that's the least I can do, right? Take a minute to leave a review for something I love? Not enough people do that. Really. Anyway, I'm off to resurrect Roy Orbison's corpse. Uh, wish me luck. Luck. I climbed a high, slippery fence against the rain, against the wind, landing on my two feet, crouched among wet weeds, with no delay, I began shining my flashlight on each and every gravestone. Then, after a minute of no luck, I skipped the smaller ones. Roy's must be something big, right? Something special. Something like... A guitar. Yeah, stone shaped like an electric guitar stood merely feet away. The sky darkened and a lone crow flew overhead, circling the area before vanishing. My flashlight confirmed that indeed here lie the one and only Roy Orbison of the Traveling Wilburys, buried right here in my hometown. The thunder and lightning came out to play, and the rain picked up, so I got to work and started digging in the wet, wet mud for six feet, until I heard the thwack of a shovel against Roy's casket. I slammed the shovel down again and again. Until I broke through the wood, and for a moment I stood there in the dark, stuck in a wet hole, listening for signs of any afterlife, but there were none. And then I remembered what the shopkeeper had said, about how I must come in contact with his remains. So I dropped to my knees, feeling around inside the casket, until my hand brushed against his bony hand in a matter of seconds, he started singing to me, a song sung to the tune of In Dreams and the lyrics applicable to the current situation. My zombie eyes open for you, master of negromance, that thing you do. I'll eat your brains like zombies do
0: but not until my death repair to you
1: In screams I walk with you In screams I talk to you Roy my boy This is one hell of a song you got here um, I'd be happy to continue listening But first we both need to focus On getting the fuck out of here Before the groundsman shows up for work It's, it's I mean it's like 5am now um, Yeah so here I'll grab the top And you push Okay um, Yeah we'll get you out of this casket in no time The count of three One too. So, here we are <clears throat> in, a, in a vehicle with driving with uh, Roy Orbison's corpse. So, Mr. Orbison, it's such an honor to meet you. Even if it's just the zombie you. Still. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of your work, obviously. The reason why I resurrected you in the first place though, um, it's because I'm trying to woo a lady, you see? I say. Think- Yes, I want you to write a love song for my girl, and I was thinking we could record it together, and then, like, I'll go stand in her backyard at night and play the song, and she'll fall in love with me, uh, like in the movies.
3: What kind of movies you watching, boy? That sounds creepy.
1: Well, unfortunately, Roy, I'm the one who brought you back to life, therefore you are forever my zombie slave. You ain't the dad of me, boy. Never will be.
3: Now pull over here, drop me off this dive bar. I got this new ditty I've been cooking up.
1: A new ditty, eh? How's about a love song? You bet. All my ditties I love ditties. Okay, tell you what. I'll stop at this bar, you play your love song, but I'm also going to record it. And then, uh, uh if it's good enough, I guess you're off the hook. I'll set you free.
3: Why, thank you, mortal master. That's awful kind of you.
1: Oh, and one more thing. If you could dedicate the song to Lady Justice, that would be great. Fine. Oh, and one more more thing. Um, you look disgusting. Like you're literally covered in rotten green flesh. So, I'm thinking we could slap some makeup on you. Definitely get you a hat to cover that protruding brain you got going on there. Um... And your signature glasses, of course.
3: I suppose I could use a little freshen up. Thanks Skin Master.
1: No worries, Mr. Roy Orbison. Uh, We'll just pop into the giant tiger here. Get you all spruced up. Zombie Roy Orbison is a fucking asshole. I'll tell you why. First of all, before we even go into Giant Tiger, he starts bitching and complaining about having to wear a mask. And I explained it all to him. I was like, I walked him through the science of it all. He wouldn't budge. He just kept saying, I'm already dead. What do I care? And it's like, it's not about you. It's about protecting old people and blah, blah. It was was messy. Anyway, so this fucking guy, he just waits outside while I go shopping for him and buy him all this shit, and he doesn't even say thank you, like ungrateful prick. So I bought Roy like a pair of sunglasses, a fedoras, some makeup, very sexy leather vest which looked great on him. All in all we got him looking pretty good, and it seemed as the hours passed he was growing back uh, more and more of his own flesh. His face looked better after eating, still pale but not green. He was kind of passable as a human when we made our way to the dive bar, but before he could start playing, the bouncer approached him and asked for proof of vaccination, which of course Roy did not have, and I, I mean, I was hoping they would let it slide, I could just like record the song and be on my merry way, but no, they asked us both to leave, and Roy threw a tantrum. Like There was a lot of like, do you know who the fuck I am, like being thrown around, and He smashed a guitar on his way out the door, dropped to the curb, sobbing. It was ugly. But I hit record.
3: What is this world where every place requires a mask upon my face?
1: Mercy. I know, Roy. I know. This hasn't been easy. But man, like the clinic opens at 9 a.m. You can just get vaccinated tomorrow.
3: I don't want it, don't need it.
1: I'm never wearing a
3: dumb mask neither. I'm too dead for this shit. Fascinating
1: stuff. Well, goodbye forever, I guess. Have fun going on Facebook and forming an anti-vax group or whatever the fuck you're about to do. And Perhaps I shouldn't have said that to old Roy because it wasn't long after that. Uh, I mean, after I said that, uh, when he did indeed go on Facebook and he did start a new anti-vax movement, uh, one that gained traction really fast due to Mr. Orbison's celebrity. It was around 10 a.m. on Halloween when Roy Zombison uh, launched his Blue and White Manifesto, and by noon he would gained like 1,900 followers or something. It is believed that... Most of the followers were paid for, by whom, I'll never know. Still, a few of those followers were real and enough to form a rally. But old Roy, he wasn't interested in rallies. He, he just wanted a party. A party where he could play a few classics and share some new material. So he rented out a big place on Airbnb and just in time for Halloween. Rat bastard, he even sent an invite to me just now. Roy Orbison's Halloween Bash, October 31st, starting 10 p.m. Jesus, it's too late for me. BYOB? Oh, fuck off, Roy, you're rich. You can afford to buy some beer. Christ, should I just go to this? I mean, like, I know it's anti-vax, but it looks pretty fun. Peach Fort's here. Um, so I decided to go to the party. Actually, just arriving now. It's a really nice spot, like three-story cabin out by Long Lake. Good times. About 10.30 now. the Party's bumping inside, outside, if you know what I mean. Jeez, I guess you anti-maskers don't have a problem wearing a mask when it's Halloween, eh? Yeah, that's right. You heard me. Fucking asshole with a dumb skeleton mask. Yeah, very original.
0: Hey, fuck you, man. Yeah, you're only making fun of us because you're jealous of our freedom. Well, you
1: can spank my ass and call me Bin Laden, because I'm not jealous of your freedom. I hate your freedom. Go fuck yourselves and die. Seriously, the world will be a better place without you. That's a cool costume, by the way.
0: Oh, thanks. I made it myself.
1: Great job, you look just like him. I mean, I've seen Noam Chomsky costumes before, but this one really nails his essence cool stuff.
3: Petey boy, so glad you can make it to my Halloween party. Come on in, there are plenty of snacks and other people's beer to steal from the fridge. Rock on, man.
1: Hey, thanks, Roy Orbison. Impressive turnout, by the way. You threw this thing together faster than a shitty podcast.
3: Hey, that means a lot, man. Say, I'm about to play a couple ditties in the backyard.
1: Care to listen? I won't only listen. I'll record the song without your permission and broadcast it for free.
3: Hey. If that's the way the kids are doing it these days, and all Roy is hip to play.
1: Cool. I can't wait to hear the new stuff.
3: By the way, what the heck is with your costume? Well, it's supposed to be a Halloween party. You don't get a costume.
1: Yeah, I know. It's like, really the whole episode was supposed to be like a Halloween special. But, I mean, I gotta say, I'm not really feeling the Halloween this year. I didn't dress up. Damn shame, Pete.
3: Hey, the Looks like the band is ready for me.
1: Break a leg, Orbison. I'm going to go steal some beer.
3: All right, ladies and gents, how are we all doing
0: tonight?
3: Right on, now. Uh, we, we all know why we came here tonight. I don't go to go play a song about it up front. I just want to quote the great Mel Gibson and say, they may take away our lives, but they'll never take away our freedom. And they would never make me cover my beautiful face with no damn cloth mask that doesn't do shit. I hate the way it covers my mouth and it gets in the way of me talking and talking and singing and singing. And another thing, you see, I've been doing a lot of my own research lately. Really. That's right. I rented out some space in an actual laboratory and I started doing my own goddamn
1: experiments. And you know what? Just play the fucking song, Roy.
0: <laughs>
2: All right, here we go. Vex hurts. Vex scars. Vax wounds. and marks. and not tough or strong to take a lot of mine. What
1: the hell is this shit man? The guy just slightly alters the lyrics to a Nazareth song and calls it brand new. What a cop out.
0: This isn't a Nazareth song. It's Everly Brothers. Roy Orbison covered this song long before Nazareth.
1: Okay, but the Nazareth version is the most famous version. Dipshit. Like, give me a fucking break, you inbred piece of trash.
0: You know what? As the assistant organizer of this Halloween gathering, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Your abusive language is not welcome here, sir.
1: Fine, I was about to leave anyway, because this party actually sucks, and Roy Orbison doesn't even sound good anymore. And I, like, I'm, everything is so fucked, and fuck you, and fuck all you idiots, and I hope this place burns down and everyone dies. I'm out. I would later regret saying those words, because, well, indeed, the place did burn down, and most, well, not everyone, but most of the people there died. Yeah. Approximately 13 people dead so far. Last I checked the. Firemen are still digging through the charred remains. I wish it didn't have to go down this way. I tried to warn them earlier. I noticed someone had left an iron plugged in. Like it got knocked over on the floor and I was like, hey, you guys, it's a fire hazard over here. But they were all like, oh, no, there's no science to support that. So, uh, well, the whole thing really reminded me of that Charles Manson quote. It goes something like, um, what is it? It is what it is, until it isn't. Pig fuck Jesus dandelion goblin cunt, or something like that, I'm paraphrasing. But, um, mysteriously, one body they were not able to locate, so far anyway, was that of one Roy Kelton Orbison, who I believe, I like to believe, is still stumbling around town somewhere trying to find his way back home or perhaps trying to find his place in this terrifying world. I actually heard a rumor he was playing Gus's Pub on Friday. Might check that out. I know the question weighing on your mind right now. How about that lady love you got there, P? Whatever happened to Lady Justice? Well. Breathe not, dear listeners, for I made a landline phone call to Lady Justice over an hour ago. She called right back. I mean, I was too nervous to answer, but she left me a voicemail, and I was too nervous to listen to that. So I figured I'd listen for the first time with you together. Here goes. Hello, this is a notice from AT&T Chinese Forest Department.
0: 就是暂停服务通知。<laughs> Hmm.
1: It's weird how she's, like, hiding her feelings for me now. Fuck. Maybe I should just go back to that creepy potion shop and see if they got any more stock for that big dick potion. Oh, and hey, Mr. Orbison, if you're still out there, again, it was an honor to meet you. And uh, if you happen to hear this broadcast, I just want you to know that your version of Love Hurts is number two, or it's second to Nazareth's, in my book. Like, pretty good, especially that new version. Shit, I keep forgetting this is supposed to be a Halloween episode, and, um, it wasn't very scary at all, was it? No. Maybe I'll play, like, a random spooky clip at the end to balance things out. That'd be fun. Yeah, I'm having a good time here with you with you guys. Um, damn, I was going to say something else, but I forgot. Okay, the sound of Pickup's horn means he's arrived with my drugs, and it's time to call it a night. Happy Halloween, everybody. This is Pete Schwartz saying, hey, don't be an insufferable asshole. Pull up your slacks and get yourself vaxxed today Mm. seriously don't be a fucking douchebag
0: Do that one again. (laughs) You just got an email from Erica last. (laughs)